now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor with Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. And of course, there's me. I've been selling real estate here in Victoria since 1991. I'd be pleased to help you too. So if you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give us, the Whole Home Show team members, a call. We'd love to hear from you. Real estate is a business and a career like no other. From the outside, it may seem glamorous with fancy cars and nice clothes, basically what you see on TV. But there are countless untold stories about the struggles agents go through on a daily basis. Some things you won't even believe until now. I've compiled a number of stories from my colleagues across the country, an anthology, if you will, of creepy, strange, odd, and often hilariously funny real-life stories. Today is one of several episodes I've compiled to entertain you. Sometimes we just all need a good laugh. We'll go straight to the stories today, but if you have a question or a story to tell us about real estate, call our hotline, 250-414-6540 or visit us on cfax1070.com and we'll discuss it on a future episode. Let's get right into it. So our next guest now is uh, hailing from Hamilton, Ontario. It is my friend, Tony Acoviello uh, with Remax. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining <laughs> us. No, thanks for having me on. I'm coming from Hamilton, the absolute center of the awesomeness of the it world. Is, it is. It's <laughs> where it's where the GTA is growing out to. So Toronto has expanded. Uh, everyone's moving to Hamilton, right? Yeah, yeah. We're in that one hour uh, radius from Toronto. So everybody can move out here and the prices are basically half. Yeah. So we get a lot of that migration happening for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, for us in Victoria, it's kind of like the West Shore. So that's our expansion area. Mm -hmm. uh, I've spent some time over there. I know you really well as well, too. We were hanging out together mm -hmm. not long ago in Niagara Falls, which is just 40 minutes away from you, right? Yeah. Haunted housing. Haunted housing. <laughs> that's right. Okay. You've got a story to tell us. Um, go, go ahead. Well, yeah, you're asking for funny stories in real estate. So the funniest one I usually tell people when they ask me or strangest one yeah. uh, is when I got contacted by someone and requested uh, that I show up at a naked listing appointment. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on a second. So, so they wanted you to be naked as you talk business with them. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, <laughs> it, it was an interesting, like it didn't start out that way. Like the gentleman uh, locally here to where I am in, in Bimbrook. Uh, yeah. He doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I won't reveal any names or anything, but uh, he contacted me because he's a younger guy. Yep. Probably in his uh, early thirties, uh, just broken up with his girlfriend. So needed to sell their property because he wanted to move back to Toronto way. Okay. It's a typical but story. He, yeah. So far, you know, pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty standard, but then he somewhere in the, in this chain of emails that was going back and forth, <laughs> he decided to tell me the story about how he was now a naturist. Okay. And, uh, you know, would feel very comfortable. It would make him trust me more if yeah. we could uh, both uh, shed our clothing and, you know, just be there together naked while I evaluated his property for him. Okay. 
so so he so he felt more comfortable in this manner and i'm sorry this was by email in advance right yeah he is he was contacting me and i found out uh, much later on that i wasn't the only one at my brokerage that he had been contacting <laughs> okay. uh there's a number of other uh, gentlemen agents that all kind of uh kind of had the same profile like yeah. bearded kind of my age sort of thing uh, but he, uh, yeah, he contacted us back and forth by email. The emails got longer and longer and longer as they went along. So now thinking, thinking ahead here, you went to this appointment, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. So you, 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 of course, walk in the door, you get greeted. Mm -hmm. Everything's normal, right? Yeah. I walk in, he's wearing a shorts and a t-shirt. It was summertime. Yep. Uh, prior to going, I gave my, my broker a quick little call and I said, you know, I hope you understand the links I would go to, to help make you money. <laughs> and oh, okay. if, if, if I need help in like an hour, you don't hear from me. You know, here's where I am, just in case. Oh, uh, okay. but we walked in. Yeah, I walked into the property. You guys there, shorts and t-shirt, just the two of us there. Yep. Um, we start talking. I, I'm fully clothed. I have no okay. intention. And I kind of let him know ahead of time. I was like, you know, you can kind of do whatever you want, but okay. I'm not planning on getting naked. Okay. Uh, but uh, we get there, and within. Uh, first less than five minutes I'm there I have my little, my tablet with me I'm talking there's a dining room right up front so I'm like oh you know this is very nice and what have you done and upgrades and that sort of thing the standard sort of stuff yep. and as in in mid-sentence he's like well yeah we upgraded the flooring and this and that and uh, would you mind if I got naked now <laughs> <laughs> at that point I just kind of shrugged and I was like I, I guess do what you want man it's your house <laughs> okay and uh, yeah, dropped his shorts, took off his shirt, and a uh, little freckly redheaded dude walking around. His and you continue with the rest of the meeting. And just continue on like nothing's happening and just kind of be like, oh, okay. I mean, this is I, the, the sort of backstory is that, you know, I actually did some work at a, uh, a trailer park or modular home park. Yep. Used to be a, uh, a nudist resort, a naturist resort, and new owners had converted it. And they, they what they refer to as, going textile and so a lot of the people who lived there when it was a nudist resort didn't want to live there anymore so that we ended up a friend of mine who who ended up listing a whole bunch of the, the properties there asked me to help her out so i had some experience <laughs> okay so so let's uh let's recap here so you you mm -hmm. had this person asked you to go and talk about selling his property yeah uh he disclosed in advance he's a naturist so there is the yep. likelihood that he would be close free during your meeting yep. um you went there that moment happened this has never happened to me by the way this is very odd never happened to me before then either okay <laughs> um so what our listeners might want to know right now is did you get the listing no <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i don't think it had anything to do with that though like we walked through the whole property yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, I tried to get ahead of him and go up the stairs first, but occasionally he, he, he <laughs> you had no choice. Race. Yeah. Okay. He would win that race. And I'm like, okay. And we went through the entire property, like a regular listing appointment. Um, okay. I gave him a ballpark idea what I thought pricing wise. And I think that's kind of where the difference was. Okay. Uh, because he did end up listing with somebody else oh. at a higher price, but ended up selling for the price I recommended. Oh, okay. So, so did you know the agent that he ended up choosing? Yeah, from my brokerage. And did you talk <laughs> to the agent and say, hey, by the way, did you? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We waited. Uh, we ended up like this. The funny part of the story was about maybe three months later, yeah. uh, we were in the office. I was walking into my office and somebody else was kind of telling a similar story, uh, at least about being contacted. And then we all started talking and there's about three or four of us. We all started talking. It's like, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> but then I told him I actually went. 
but then the other fellow who got the who got the listing he did end up selling it and stuff um so we were always kind of poking fun at him without really telling him why and finally we revealed it's like so did this happen and he's like no he never asked me that but i think when i uh when i finished talking to him we left it at you know even at the end of the appointment he had asked me you know do you have you changed your mind? Would you consider even now getting naked for like, you know, whatever. And I, I explained it to him and I said, you know, you know, that's kind of your thing. That's what you want to do. Um, you know, if I showed up and you were of a different religion than I was, like if you're Islamic or, or um, Jewish or something like that, and you felt the need to pray, I'd totally be okay with you doing that. I n- wouldn't necessarily participate because that's yeah. just not my thing. But if this is your thing, that's your thing, man. It's cool. You know, I, I'm you know, being, I just don't do this when they're showing, hopefully. Oh, good. <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, I, I got to tell you, I have not heard this from anyone else yet. So this is, I will remember this forever as the Tony Acviello uh, uh, story here. So yeah, I love it's it. burned into my brain, so might as well be burned into yours. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, listen, before we let you go here, um, the other thing about you is you've got this thing about cats. So whenever you go into properties, oh. like you got this cat, what's your cat thing? I don't know. I don't hate cats. I'm I'm not a cat fan. I have a dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't hate them though, but I'm, you know, they're just not my thing. But for whatever reason, I get I just see cats everywhere I go, and it's become like an inside. You're joke. You're like the so cat I, attractor. Yeah, I, it become an inside joke to the point where I'll post on Facebook as a as a game almost. I'll be like, I've got 15 showings today, 15 properties I have to go see. How many cats do you think I'm going to see? And people will start guessing. And legitimately, I'll show like in a day, if I showed six properties, I might see eight or nine cats. Like it's it's just Is that a Hamilton thing? I guess. I don't know. I've had them jump on me. Most of them are pretty nice. Uh, They like me more than I like them for sure. Well, hey, listen, uh, we, we're going to be talking to Ray Estrella in, uh, in Richmond because he's got the cat story as well. well There's there lots go. of cat stories out there. And, uh, yes, people seem to love them. Some exactly. toxoplasmosis happening. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Tony. And like I said, uh, the naked listing appointment. Yeah, that's one for the record books right there. Awesome. Thanks, Tony. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tony Joe, and this is The Whole Home Show. Today, I'm taking you on a cross-country tour to hear real-life stories from agents. Let's get right back to it. So next up, we have Christy Mazzaro. She is with Royal LePage uh, Wollstonecroft. You're in the Vancouver area. Christy, thanks for joining us. No problem. Uh, So uh, you've got a story to tell us, and uh, it's got some profanity in it, right? So uh, I will tailor it accordingly. Okay. All right. So So tell us the story. Tell us exactly what happened. Um, I, my, my main demographic, uh, is first responders and, um, when I go meet with them, you know, they have different personalities sometimes, uh, sometimes they're very serious. Sometimes, you know, they're always very polite, um, and they're very detail oriented. So I, um, I got a phone call, uh, from actually a past client, one that I had helped before. And they said, Hey, come on up. Like, let me know how, um, let me know what you think. Like, we want to list the place, bring all the forms. Let's fill them all out. Let's get it all done. Um, so I said, sure, no problem. And of course I met this guy downstairs in the elevator and he's just very quiet and polite and 
just very calm. And so I thought, okay, you know, hopefully he likes me because he doesn't really give you anything to work with. Yep. Um, and then I met his wife and his wife was like Kitty from that 70s show. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she had like the laugh and she jokes and she's like friendly and outgoing, like a polar opposite. It's really common. So um, we sat down and partway through the appointment, we're in this little tiny micro condo. It was very, very small. There was hardly enough room for us to sit around this little table. Yeah. So and you're I talking thought, one of these like 400, 500 square foot kind of things, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. Very tiny. Um, and they pulled, they literally had to pull their kitchen table out from the counter so that we could all sit around it. And I've got my forms in front of me and I know that this guy's got to go to work. He's got a night shift. So I literally, um, had my papers out and I, I wanted to go through the property disclosure statement with them. And I asked them, you know, are there any problems with the heating or cooling system? And they both go, no. And then she goes, well, wait a second. Like there's a fireplace, you know, I think, I don't know if the fireplace is working or not. So I said, well, I don't want to proceed unless we check it out. Do you mind if turning it on for me? Okay. So I'm looking at the wife and out of the corner of my eye, when they get up to get the fireplace on in this tiny little condo, tiny little condo yep. and he's a pretty tall skinny guy and he flies upside down in his chair and all I see out of the corner of my mind is like this whooshing and yep. his legs are now up in the air and okay. there's three of us in there and he's really serious and I don't want to laugh but like I want to laugh yeah yeah but it's, yeah, it's, one of, it's one of those moments where you're just, you're, 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 you don't know what to do. Right? No, I didn't know what to do. I just tried to keep it so calm. And we were like, you know what? He's probably so embarrassed and I didn't want to point it out. So you um, pretend like nothing happened. I was just like rolling through it. Like okay. it was totally fine. And the wife was like, oh, are you okay? And you know, he's like, yeah, I don't know what happened there. And I was just like, he flew upside down. So okay. I'm trying to be calm and um they show me the fireplace and we're all <laughs> like blowing past it and we sit down and she starts to laugh a little bit and she's got that high pitch like uh -huh. like I said from kitty like kitty from the 70s show so she's like ha 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 are you okay ha 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 that was funny and I and he's like obviously serious yeah. and I'm dying because like I want to laugh it was so funny and the pain in my throat from not laughing was excruciating because you're holding it back I laughed honestly I laughed and then I, I put it down buckled it under and then honestly the building wasn't in a great area and when I was walking out to my car I kind of let myself laugh again and I looked like a crazy person walking out to my car laughing my head off but oh I oh my goodness yes this is the dangers of keeping that laughter in right you can you can hurt yourself I couldn't even read my paperwork and I was trying to throw it off of my, my stomach. I swear I got a six pack that day just from trying to hold it in. So the question is, did they end up, did they end up moving forward? Yes. They're so loyal. And, and I already had the job like, okay. you know, and he did actually make a, a joke about it. Um, yeah. Like, like months down the road. So it was funny again. Yeah. Him, but at the time, like, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's some good ab work out there. And, uh, you know, it's good when our clients give us a good laugh. Eh? Yeah, I, I don't think I've laughed that hard in an appointment before. May never happen again. No, it was excruciating. It was <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Christy Mazzaro from Royal Page Wollstonecroft no in uh, Vancouver. Great story. Love it. Bye. Yeah. Uh, so now we have with us another a fellow Victorian from Royal LePage here in Victoria. It's Mike Smith. Mike, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me, Tony. 
Okay, so your story is uh, one of these things that can happen to any realtor in day-to-day uh, -day sort of occurrences, right? So uh, tell us, what exactly happened? Yeah, so this was actually pretty recently. Oh, yes. um, in Victoria here, we have a few different float home marinas, um, and this is basically where everything went down. A float home. There was uh, some listing realtors that were taking care of a float home listing, and I was basically helping out the agents at my office. So obviously in BC, can't represent both buyer and seller basically now, dual agency yep. issues. Uh, so they were gladly passing on some clients that wanted to view the property. So I'd be able to take them through on time and time again. So these were some new clients basically from up island. Um, typically we like to sit down and try to get to know individuals before we go through some listings. But again, because these were individuals that weren't in Victoria, didn't have a chance to meet at the office. Um, and in turn, we basically met right at the float home. So first opportunity meeting them, had a good discussion on the phone before. You don't really know these people. Exactly. Other than, you know, your regular kind of 10, 15 minute conversation, why they want to see the float home, what times, et cetera, and why they're looking down in Victoria, yep. that kind of basic stuff. Um, otherwise it was basically the first opportunity to meet. So, uh, they got to the float home a little bit earlier than I did. Um, so met them there. Uh, we had a great opportunity to kind of meet. Um, and basically how this marina is set up in a Squimalt is we have our lock boxes that helps us get into the properties. There is a gate in and out of the marina, actually two doors. <laughs> and it needs, a, it needs a combination code or something or a key? Right? Yeah. So basically okay. on this one, it is a key through the, um, lock okay. box. So we're able to get that and get into the marina that way. Okay. Um, once into the marina, there's about, about 20 float homes there, okay? So we were able to get into the actual float home. Uh, we had a chance to walk around inside, obviously check everything out. Um, and basically where everything kind of changed is when- Okay, wait, so, 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 so far the showing's going well. So you're showing the place, so everything's good. Everything so far, very, very good. Okay. A chance to build rapport, really, really great uh, couple. Um, and it's such a unique float home as well. It was a, it's a really cool opportunity to show some of those because we only have so yeah. many in Victoria. Yeah. Um, but then so, something happens. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So again, everybody's different about when they want to shut doors and everything like that. But basically we had an opportunity where we went outside, had a look at the, you know, exterior of the float home itself, had a look at how it's sitting on the water and everything like that. Um, and when we went outside, I had left uh, the keys on the counter for the float home. Uh, and we full well, we were going to go back in because I wanted to discuss some other points. Yep. The wife ended up closing the door um, to the float home itself before I had a chance to get the keys out. Okay. So not sure why she closed it, just force a habit for most people. Um, but nonetheless, the door automatically locks. So, so the keys are in are the lockbox are locked into the float home. Exactly. And those are the keys for the float home, but they're also the keys to get out of the marina. <laughs> so okay. all of a sudden, I kind of realized that right away. Yeah. that I had left the keys on the counter there. And again, still first time meeting these clients, trying to play it off a little bit. So, you know, we had a look at the outside. I'm still knowing that we'd locked the keys in there and everything like that. And they, uh, uh, you know, said thank you for the time and everything. And they were going to go think everything over. So I started walking them out to the door to leave the marina. Yep. Then at that point, basically, as we're trying to get out, uh, I, you know, realized exactly what I had thought, that we were locked into the marina. <laughs> It locks the door as well. So it was funny. So after that experience, I was also meeting up with a friend uh, at Spinnaker's right around the corner. And yeah. right as we sat down, these clients then came up the stairs as well. Yeah. Um, so we had another kind of awkward uh, kind of encounter and everything like that uh, yeah. right after. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's a brief experience, but it's a funny one because it's not something that we, you know, we normally see years in real estate. I haven't had that come up before. 
Um, and it's just one of those things that's forever changing and trying to, uh, kind of play it off a little well, bit. That's, that's one you won't soon forget. I got to tell you, so just at a, a sort of addendum to your story there, uh, we've had cases where realtors have been in condo buildings and instead of the elevator, they want to use the stairwell. But you know, oh, some right. stairwells lock. Yes. So, they, so they're stuck, they're locked in the stairwell and they can't get out until uh, somebody else shows up. And it's even worse than a steel and concrete building where there's no cell service, so they can't even yeah. call to get help. So. Definitely. There was a, actually, when I got started in real estate, I heard a story. There was another realtor from my office that got, uh, he was doing a showing. His phone was almost dead. And we opened our lockboxes via Bluetooth from our phones for the most part. Um, and he was charging his phone in the house, left the keys on the counter, and then closed the door um, and couldn't basically get back in. No at cell phone. No cell phone, no anything, yeah. everything like that. And I think that was one of the first times he was out with his clients as well. So. Yeah. It, it does happen. It's just a funny one to kind of go through. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, yeah, great it. story. Sounds happens a lot. Thanks. <laughs> Sounds good. You take care. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back to The Whole Home Show. Let's jump into yet more stories about real estate. So we're moving over now to Richmond, British Columbia. My friend Ray Estrella over good at morning. Sutton Group. Uh, so Ray, you know, uh, pets are a funny thing. Us realtors, we need to deal with pets on yes. a regular basis. Now you've got a bit of a pet story to tell us. I do. I do. Um, this was about five years ago with these certain clients as I actually took them because we actually had to drive an hour and a half yep. from the mainland, uh, to go to Squamish. Right. Uh, we, we chose to do it on Fridays, which is pretty much the day that all the realtors are just hanging out. Uh, but that's all cool. We've already done a couple of weeks worth of showings. We understand the drill. Okay. And we decided to check out a tenanted house. Okay. Right. And the realtor, the one thing that the realtor, uh, he was talking to us, oh, said, not a problem. Just pick up the keys to my office, which is about three minutes away. Not a problem. Pretty standard. Did not tell, he no. did not tell us about a cat. Or anything like that. Okay. So right. what happened was that we opened the door and cat comes out. Okay. Right. The cat like lightning. comes out. Like, lightning fast. Right. Like okay. it was. It knew that we were at the door. Okay. And we opened the door. Right. Uh, There's no signs. The you knew. Out. You knew nothing. You knew. You didn't we know. knew nothing. Okay. Right. Okay. So it was. Uh, let's see. It was my client and his wife. Uh, at that time, they had a very small child at the time. Right. Uh, and um, we we didn't know what to do. Right, because what it did was this was a large lot, so it was uh, it ran underneath a bush. Okay. Right, and um, right, right underneath bush, and it's like okay, well, you know what? I'll just you can check out the house while I try to get the cat back into the house. Right. Okay. Okay. So I spent about ten minutes going to the bush. The moment I got to the bush, it ran underneath the car. Okay. Right. Yeah. Then I went to the car. It went underneath the bush. This so is a cat that's not, co is not cooperating. This yeah. is not cooperating whatsoever, okay. right? Okay. And this, this cat is just going back and forth, back and forth for about 10 minutes, right? Okay. And I don't really know how to handle cat. I don't really know how to handle pets, really. But You're not a pet not person. Really, yeah. It's not a fam uh, familiar territory for me for when, it, when it comes to a cat, right? Okay. All right. So we've been doing this for about 10 minutes. My client actually does have a time string because he does have to get back to Burnaby for work. So that's another okay. Oh, yeah, so you and, drive. and you drove together, so you're in the same car? Uh, we drove in this 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 time. We actually drove separate cars. Okay, okay, right. Okay, so but still, had... you know what? We're we're trying to check out. You yeah. know, not the regular three or four properties at a time. We're trying to check out ten properties at a time because okay. we're at, we have to travel. So you so got far. no, you got no time, and the cat is is a complication here. Yes, and yeah. you know we've been chasing this cat for about ten minutes, right? Yeah. And my client says, you know what? This is not worth your time. Just blame it on me. 
right? So I took one ditch, one last ditch effort to get this cat back, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the location of this house was actually right across the street from school. It was already lunch hour, right? Okay. So I started going to the car, and I said, F this, you cat are coming with me. So I start beelining it to the car where the cat was, and you hear this, wow, just absolutely loud. And to understand how loud it was, right, I looked across the street where the kids are, all the kids stopped. Because they had no, it was it was that loud. That's how loud the cat was. Okay. Right? Yeah. And the cat jumps at me, pretty much towards my my neck level, right, and just pounces right at me, right. Attack like, cat. Oh my God. So you got attacked by a cat. Well, I go. I I moved out of the way, right. So, but the thing okay. is, this cat is flying at me, right, and I'm like, whoa! I just kind of duck out of the way, and then I noticed that about five feet behind me is my client's wife. Right, it's like, oh my god, it's going for the wife, right? Okay. So, <laughs> right. So the thing is, the cat actually landed and then ended up running out the bush. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this, right? We're just leaving the cat as is. We're okay. just gonna lock up the house. And okay. then, you know what? The thing is that that cat was pretty much on the verge of attacking me after it made that huge squeal. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah. now, what did you what did you do? So you uh, what well, did the- we 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 uh, locked up the doors, returned the keys. Yep. Right. And I called up the realtor. Uh, I believe the realtor at this time was actually at a course. Yep. Right. But he did answer the phone. Right. I, I should have left a message. Right. But at the same time, I got a call, um, you know, w- with the schedule I was dealing with, I got a call about maybe five, six hours later. Right. And I knew it was the realtor. So I actually let it go straight to voicemail. Yep. Right. Because you're kind of you're kind of concerned. It's like, you know, what happened yeah. to the cat? Because we generally have rules about, you know, you leave cat, you leave the pets in if you see them in or out yeah. if you see them out. But this was a difficult one. Yeah, this was. a Yeah, this was a, especially after the fact that, you know, pretty much it was violent with us. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what we did, uh, what, what I, got, I got a call from the realtor. He left a uh, voicemail. I saw I checked out the voicemail. and It was just him just going on. So I, the tenant just called me and noticed the cat was missing. It's like, where the hell is the cat? It's like, this is on, this, just going on and on for about a good full three minutes. Okay. Right. Yep. And I say, like, you know what? I was, I knew the exact, exact thing that I was going to be telling if I was actually going to talk to this realtor over here. So I ended up getting a call from the realtor about let's say one hour after that call that initial call right and and you know that you know that you know that sound that somebody's going to be giving you an earful right it's like so pretty much like right and then he he makes that big gas like he's gonna yell i go your cat attacked my client (laughs) shut up okay it's like oh Oh, yeah. uh, really? It's like, yeah. It's like, let's say, is your client okay? It's like, it was a little bit of a gray area. I didn't yeah. want to say it attacked me, but it was yeah. still running towards my client like something was going to be happening. So I wasn't necessarily lying, but it yeah. sounded a lot worse. Yeah. So this realtor, after gasping, he about, about to give me an earful, he just completely calmed down. I was like, oh, well, oh, we're really, really, really sorry about that. It, it's not even the owner's cat. It's the tenant's cat, yeah, yeah. right? So now the realtor feels that he's in a, he's in a little bit of deep water, uh, in this situation over here, because yeah. if my client was hurt or anything like that, that there would be, you know, some sort of something that would be going back to him. Yeah. Exactly, you know what? Right? It's, it's, it's a reminder. So I, we realtors, we need to deal with pets every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Not all pets are good and friendly. Uh, yeah. You know, we, of course, when we have listings for sale, we want to make sure that pets are safe. You put signage up, you let realtors know you weren't informed 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and consequently, you bump into attack cat. Attack cats yes. are crazy. They can be crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much at the end of the whole thing, that's the that's pretty much the only thing I said to the uh, to the realtor. Like, and then he said, you know what? I'll deal with it. I'm really yeah. sorry about that. Right. So pretty much, he I believe the cat was missing for a couple more hours after that. So he yeah. actually had to go back to the property and start. The cat had the cat. cat had issues. Cat had issues. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Ray. Thank you. No problem. Thank you very All much. All right. Now we have with us another uh, local Victorian, it's Mitch Listone. He's uh, with our company too, with Remax uh, Camosun. Uh, Mitch, you've got quite the story. Uh, tell us about about your encounter. Hey, Tony. Yeah, um, it was actually my first year in real estate that this happened. Okay. Um, I, you know, I didn't take too much time to think about a nice descriptive uh, feel to the story, but uh, we'll get right into it. Um, so I was actually showing condos here in Victoria and it just so happened that the client was a really good friend of mine, which helped a lot in the situation. Okay. And, uh, we had a couple on the list and the third, the third condo on the list we were looking at, we opened the front door, you know, we got our, of course our approval from the realtor to view the place. Um, was told the seller would be out and, uh, not present at the time, yeah. but I guess the seller had forgotten to tell his roommate that there was a showing going on. So we did our whole walkabout around the, the unit, you know, we checked the balcony, did the kitchen, the living room, the master bedroom. Typical showing, right? Yeah, exactly. Just walking around, doing our thing. And then one of the doors was, was shut in the, in the unit, which of course, you know, when you know that nobody's going to be home, you just walk right in. Yeah. So we just opened the door. Yeah, because because, because your showing was cleared, you, you weren't expecting anything, right? Exactly. Okay. You're exactly right. So okay. we just walk right in and the first thing we see is a guy sitting on his bed looking up at us with a needle in his arm and he doesn't even really flinch to be honest he looks up and says hey how's it going he said oh oh i mean sorry to bug you here he's in his underwear with a needle in his arm (laughs) we're talking here recreational drug use yeah 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 not embarrassed about it in any way okay (laughs) so half naked sitting on his bed with a needle in his arm he kind of says hey how's it going you know doesn't kick us out doesn't not too startled or anything we're a bit weirded out so of course we shut the door and uh, definitely had a bit of a yep. eerie feeling about the unit and maybe it kind of made us think a little bit differently about the type of build, the building. We were. <laughs> so then did you guy end up buying the place? And funny enough, yeah, we found ourselves back at the office a half hour later, <laughs> okay. writing up the offer. <laughs> or listen, your, your, your mom, a pal of mine, she's been in the business for a long time. I bet you she's got some stories to tell too, huh? Oh yeah, and not uh, not stuff that should be really said out loud either. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've heard a it. few. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Thanks for joining, Mitch. Thanks a lot. Have a great day, Tony. Yeah. Cheers. This is the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back to the Whole Home Show. Let's jump into yet more stories about real estate. So next we have another fellow Victorian uh, from my office, from Remax Camos, and uh, my good friend Deidre Ballard. Deidre, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Tony. What, you know what? You have, you have stories to tell. Uh, there are several of them. We don't even know where to begin. I, I'm going to start off by saying it seems like interesting things happen to you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so I've been in the business for, how long have you been in? You're 29. 29. 29. And yeah, we're about the same time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So I was a brand new realtor and I had a partner at uh-huh. a, a a company that's that was okay it was actually called remax ports west at that time not a lot it's not and around anymore yeah not 
around anymore, but we were, uh, I was in that company. I had a partner and also so, a friend of mine, also a friend of mine. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, we had this new listing, which, um, was sitting on the corner of Johnson and Chambers okay. in Victoria. Yes. And it which was, we will call, which we will call inner city kind of right. Inner city. Yes. Yep. Sure. Okay. And Gail and I called it our little <laughs> listing and <laughs> because that's kind of what it was okay. uh, it it needed everything done to it but it was going to be a good little fixer-upper for some uh, somebody or a developer or you know anybody to fix it up so that we were having our <clears throat> our uh, Thursday morning office meeting and Gail well, said, actually but before you continue Dieter, we, yes. we have to mention the thing about Remax Ports West is it was kind of like the the high-end so it was it was a um um, like fancy listings, right? Fancy listings and fancy people. That's right. So, yeah. so this well, they is. They used to call us uh, Hollywood North. Hollywood, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So now, and you're talking about a starter home, something a little more modest, if you will, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Gail says, "Oh, you go ahead and take them through," and I said, "Oh, okay." So now I had not been to this home, uh, Gail. It was somebody Gail had brought to us. Mm -hmm. So we all get, get in our cars and there's like 20 of us. So we stop at this house and I'm thinking, whatever. So we go up, I knock on the door yeah. and knock on the door yeah. and knock on the door. Finally, the door opens and this individual is standing there and looking like he is just waking up. Okay. And he says, I said, we have a tour this morning. Bring your relatives through. 20 people yeah. behind me. And he yeah. says, yeah, sure. Come on in. And I said, okay. And so we walked in. Yeah. And as we walk in, there are people laying everywhere okay. in many different positions, some on top of blankets, under blankets, mattresses everywhere. Okay. We walked through, there are various articles of clothing and other things hanging from the dining room chandelier. Okay. All we right. walk through pretty quickly. And as we go through the back of the house where the kitchen is, there's a huge parrot in there. Yeah. And as we go through and go out the back door, he yells, what am I going to say to me? Okay. <laughs> we can edit. <laughs> we can try to bleep this out. Okay, okay. good. Okay, All right. yes. As everybody goes by, the parrot yells, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. And oh well, my God, and I thought, Gail, just because I'm a rookie, yeah. you made me do that, didn't you? And she says, well, you know, what was I going to do? So you had <laughs> you got a group of realtors from what was then Victoria's premier real estate office going yeah. through this. Um, and sorry, what day of the week was this? Was it a Thursday? Thursday morning. So, this, so in other words, it wasn't like a weekend. Uh, Wednesday night was a big night for these guys in this house. Oh yeah, obviously it was probably Welfare Wednesday or something. Okay, okay. Well, hey, good start for you in the real estate business. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have another story about uh, uh, this property uh, and furniture and cars and stuff like that. Oh my goodness, that was a very high end listing, and that oh, was okay. through a friend of mine, uh, uh, through a client of mine that I knew was coming up from California, from yep. San Francisco. Okay. Um. These people, I, I had waltzed them around different properties. 
Now, one of the things that was absolutely, they were absolutely adamant about is that they needed and had to get their daughter into St. Michael's University School. Mm -hmm. And in those days, there was a huge uh, wait, yeah. wait to, to get these kids in. Yeah. So I said, I probably can help you out with that. So I contacted a friend of mine who was uh, involved with the school, very involved with the school. And they subsequently, God, I could get thrown in jail for this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, anyways, they got in. They got in. They got in. Okay, all right. Anyway, all right. so <laughs> next was we wrote an offer on a house in the Uplands. Okay. Beautiful home. Yep. It was rented to a couple. And uh, anyway, we, we go into this house and we're doing, uh, there's the inspector there. And she brings this box of, they're called lead check sticks. I still have the box of check, lead check sticks. What are these? At, at lead check sticks, sticks to see if there's lead paint in the... Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah. in those days, and, yeah. apparent, and, and certainly people from California were absolutely adamant there should not be lead okay. in the paint. So they were checking to see if there was lead in the paint. She yeah. broke the stick in half and she started running it all over the walls, at, at which point there's green marks all over wherever. And because so if damaged the house. Lead, Yes. So if there's lead in the paint, it would turn green. So now there's these lead marks all over this house. And I'm going, oh, no, 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 no. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. She says, well, here they are. You'll need them in the future. We can't buy this house. Our daughter will die. Okay. So out she goes. She's, I said, she says, I can't well, go through with the deal. Now there was a $50,000 deposit on the house, which in those days was more like 200000 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She says, we'll forego it. So they forego their $50,000 deposit. deposit. I didn't get paid. Okay. The selling realtor didn't get paid. But then, so they had damaged, they had kind of damaged this house by marking the walls. Yeah. Okay. So now uh, the, the, these uh, people that are renting are leaving the country. But they have all this beautiful furniture. So they said, do you want to buy anything? And I said, sure. And so I picked out three pieces of furniture, which I paid before, like cash, $3,150. You gave them this money. You gave oh, them this yes. money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so they, the, I, I'm going to get this lovely furniture. And uh, two, two days later, I get a phone call. Well, I, you know, I'm talking to the selling realtor. Yeah. And she says to me, did you know they did a midnight move last night? I said, what? Okay. Anyway, so what happened? So then you're wondering about the furniture because you paid this money and you want to know when you're getting your furniture, right? The house is empty. Okay. So then I get a call two days later saying, we understand you bought some of this furniture. Do you have it? And I said, no. He, he, she said, who, who's, who's, who was calling? Jordan's furniture. Jordan's furniture. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. And they said, well, unfortunately, all that furniture was leased from us so these people took money from you yeah and and left town with all the furniture that they didn't even own that they didn't own okay and now it was uh on a uh, it was well organized because by now it's on a barge to leone france okay now but but they also had cars too right well he he was selling cars and he had a company here in victoria and i can't quite remember the name of it okay. however he sold all his cars to yep. three point motors three point motors yeah and he'd been in business here for two or three years okay so then i get a call because i i have 
oh, I had Mercedes myself. So I get a call from the owner of Three Point Murders and he says, Deidre, uh, I hear you're, you're involved in this whole thing. Uh, I bought all those cars because I thought he was a really honorable guy and all these and cars, the cars leaked from a company in Vancouver. Oh, he didn't even own the cars and he no. sold them to Three Point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and I had been in the business probably six months by that time. Oh yeah, good start to the business. Deep. It was great, yeah. And then the people, the clients dumped me. Oh, well, this is yeah. these are the pains that happen when we're in the real estate business, right? Absolutely. So I had a good indoctrination there. You did. Hey, there was there was one where uh, we at Remax Camosun we had a um, uh, open house at a new development on Fiskard, which is by Chinatown, <laughs> called The Fizz. You and Mark Lawless uh, uh, were handling this, right? We, we did. Okay. So we decided we would, and we had, the developer was building it, and so we decided we would uh, have an open house. So we had sushi and martinis. Yeah, it was a show. Basically, it, it was like a, it was sitting in the parking lot, and it was a show home. It was completely built out. It was beautiful, yeah. right? But there was no plumbing to it and all there was was like fixtures sink kitchen you know there was a fridge because that's where we kept our mm. martini our vodka and our you know our sushi we don't do that nowadays this is the no. 20 this is 20 years no. okay all right all right okay anyway so we had our sushi and martini party yep and uh everybody left and i went in the into the bathroom and somebody had actually used <laughs> the the toilet qualities. okay so i go through all the list of everybody that had been there and i emailed everybody and said hey everybody somebody used the bathroom yeah okay and it's just remi remember reminding the listeners here that that toilet isn't even because there's no plumbing all it's doing is it's sitting on the ground just the same as if it was uh, like at home depot or something right yeah that's right okay and somebody it's used a, it it's right. a show toilet okay so anyway, I emailed everybody. I said, hopefully whoever did this will have it all cleaned out by tomorrow. Lock boxes on the back door. Okay. So next day I get, uh, Mark and I get an email. We'll leave him unnamed. We'll leave yeah. that person unnamed. Yes. And he has actually gone out to his boat and got a bilge pump and come in and cleaned out the toilet. And <laughs> okay. it's like brand new. Okay. And we were very thankful for that, but it was a funny story. Hey, let that be a lesson. And to I those didn't have to do it. <laughs> let, this, let this be a lesson to those people with show homes. If you have a toilet that's not plugged into the ground, you got to wrap it with like, you know, the... Uh, it was wrapped. It was wrapped. Yes. Oh, maybe he was, he, he was, it was urgent. It was very urgent. Okay. <laughs> Most everybody went outside the back door. I don't know why he had to go in there. Yeah, that was a great story. Okay. Like I said, we his name will remain unnamed. He is an awesome guy. We love he him. Really to bits. Is. And yeah. he really He was probably very embarrassed about that. Um, oh, he totally was. He would never do that in a million years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we laugh it. at him today. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Deidre. Oh, so many good stories about real estate. There's no shortage. Pleasure. All right. Thanks again for joining us today. Hope you've enjoyed these stories and have had some good chuckles. I'll be here for you this time next week.